going to give you the irrits. Okay. Um, anyway, welcome. This is Fight's Cover, a bookish podcast. My name is Brittany. And my name is Aiden. And we're not irritated at each other. I am irritated at the microphone and the um, pop shield because it keeps falling down. Because the bendy bit is not... I don't know what it's doing. It's too bendy. No, it's like... Just it's like a sad flower. It just doesn't want to. It doesn't doesn't want to be up in the real world. <laughs> just keeps flopping down. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll go. That's the only thing that's flopping down in this house. Aiden, your pet. Our family listens to this. Yep, and they also know what we're like. No, they know what you're like, not me. <laughs> I take no responsibility for you and your behaviour. But we're now. I just put it on. I, I just put it on the internet <laughs> for the whole world to see. Or here. Or here. Sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, come on. Okay. I'm seriously about to like sticky tape this. Okay. So why don't we? Okay. No. I got, oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> I just have to not move and not breathe, and we'll be fine. <laughs> just not touch it, really, and we'll be okay. Hopefully. <laughs> anyway, it is week six. Oh, not every time. Week six? No, episode, episode six. six. Not week six. It is episode six. It's probably, it's about week 12. So we do it fortnightly. Wow. It doesn't feel like it's been for like three months. It feels so natural recording these podcasts for, for you. For it, me? For, with you, I meant. Jeez, you so take things so, so just a personal attack. So, yeah, three months, wow. What's happened in three months? Yeah, I mean, I know that I've, I've definitely, I don't know if I'd say like I've increased reading, but like I'm definitely reading pretty consistently. Mm. Um, like at the moment, so... Today we're doing Where the Crawdads Sing, but I'm actually two books ahead, which is pretty exciting because it means that, you know, when we're reviewing in the future, we may be able to go weekly, which is something we've both talked about before. Um, but we weren't sure with my reading schedule if that would work, but it looks like that's that's something that we could actually do, which is pretty exciting. But yeah, I'm not going to tell you what the, the names of the books are. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, I'll tell you next week's one, but not not the week after's one because I'm still reading it. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I think it's going well. It's going well, and I will admit, I I really want to jump into my part of the episode where I guess this cover of this book because I will admit it's throwing me off a bit. <laughs> the most eye catching part about this whole book is that there's two different leaves on the cover and both of them have two different light profiles. So it's throwing me off. I never even noticed that. So um, just for, just to sort of begin, we are looking at Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens this week. This week, yeah. Um, A little bit of 
background. This is a, you know... Don't have to do my part first. Oh, no, no. Like, this is a non-spoiler background and non-confirming what the book's about background. It's just, like, general book information. So, like... Do you give you general book information after well, I... This this little bit I don't. Really? Well, I'm mixing it up, okay? Okay. <laughs> we, we're at episode six. It's time to shake things up. It starts with the small changes, everyone. Um, so, this, yeah, Where the Crawdads Sing, you have most definitely heard of this book if you are in any kind of book circle, um, if you've been living under a rock, pretty much everybody has heard of or knows this book. Um, I don't. Well, you live under a rock. Um, so, um, I also want to just really clarify, um, just want to clarify because this has not actually happened with our previous books. Um, the cover that we are looking at um, is the original cover of this novel. We are not looking at the movie tie-in, because yes, there is a movie. We are looking at the original front cover. So I thought that's why I wanted to say that bit first, just to preface, because it would be very, very easy to get confused with because there's a couple of different covers floating around out there because they've made this into a movie. So with that, Aiden, stop playing with your microphone and get to guessing. So yeah, as my... Uh, I couldn't shut up about the two different leaf profiles on the front <laughs> of the book. Like, who designs a front cover that has that, like, is it slightly shinier from the perspective of um, where the camera angle is at. But how is that possible? Shouldn't there be a white thing thrown onto the leaves behind it? Like, so, I do on photography. Um, um, oh, I sorry, I don't, I don't do photography. I take photos in my off time. Um, and, you know, just, that just throws off and just looks so weird. So, um, yeah. Um, we need to really move on otherwise I'm gonna get I could talk about this for a while um, <laughs> just sits here being like the leaves guys the leaves <laughs> after uh, the weird choice in leaf profiles <laughs> we move on to the quotes um, from different reviewers so unforgettable the Daily Mail a rare achievement the times vivid and original, The Guardian. Where the crawdogs sing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Crawdads, isn't it? Yeah, crawdads. Crawdads. Oh, sorry. In the middle of it. So I'll, it kind of sounded like, yeah, it sounded like you kind of went almost to like where the crawdogs sing. And I was like, what's a crawdog? It's a very nice, tasty hot dog. But yeah, no. All, all, what all those quotes have in common, they don't talk about the weird bad choice in leaves. <laughs> they, they have this um, sentence at the very bottom of the book where it has international bestseller. Now, I guess clues that we draw from this. It also has the, mem uh, the author's name. Delilah. No, Delia. Delia Owens. One of these days, 
I will not butcher the pronunciation. <laughs> I will read a book and you'll be able to pronounce their names one of these days. It's going to happen. One of these days, but no, not, not this time. <laughs> not today, but one of these days. Um, but we look at the front cover and the sky is a nice sunrise or sunset. Pinkish yellow. And then we have a person rowing out to sea. On water, of course. <laughs> nah, thought she was on dirt. She's most, like, most likely rowing out to sea because she hates the the leave profile <laughs> of the falling trees. She's like, She's so fuck mad. this. <laughs> so mad about the leave profile and the different shades. Different coloured like leaves that she's just like no paddling away. Nah, this is it. <laughs> oh boy. On a more serious note, because I do note part of my personality is to make light. Um, when I'm brought something that triggers me, um, there's a serenity in the way that it's designed. A person, not fearful not rowing frantically just rowing out can i just like this... make a little quick correction it's not a spoiler no look like can I, saying... no, no, can I just no but you keep saying rowing she's paddling rowing paddling no paddling is with one oar rowing is with two oars i just want to make that distinction <laughs> For the record, we're deleting that um, sentence from the uh, record. No, we're not. We are. No, we're not. Anyway, I keep getting interrupted. She's rowing. I mean, damn it, no, she's paddling. She, you're right. No, she's she, rowing. No! <laughs> she's paddling. So, as she's rowing... Paddling! <laughs> as she's rowing... Seriously! <laughs> As she's paddling out to sea, she's doing so with the knowledge that there is a calm. But what? But also that... Oh, did you say a calm? A calm, yeah. <laughs> I thought you said there's a car, and I was like, where the heck is this car? <laughs> I was like, how little did I pay attention to the front cover that I didn't even see the car on it? My deaf and blind co-host, Brittany Trevor. <laughs> but, no. As she rows out to sea, there is a most certainly a, a calm. <laughs> Not a calm, a calm. But there also seems a bit of, bit of uncertainty, potentially, as there is a vague landmass to the north of where she's paddling. But you really can't make much out. Now, this boat also, at a close glance, is a wooden boat. Now, I don't know if this means to symbolise maybe a a, a low technological um, tribe, um, whether that um, they're discovering something new or they're going off to find better leaf profiles. <laughs> Um, it, it could really be anything. But I guess that's my guess for the book. I like <laughs> What? That, that it's about leaf profiles? No, that was just my takeaway. But <laughs> what, But everything else. I'm so confused. What 
What do you think is actually the plot of this book? A low technological society going on an exploitative journey. Okay. So. Did you not listen to my discovery at all? Sometimes. You kind of go off on this like bizarre kind of tangent and it, sometimes I just need you to clarify a little bit more about what you've actually seen and what you actually think it's about. Um, so what genre are you thinking? <laughs> no, it can't be that. I, I was thinking like... Um, Red Dog versus Australian History, Futurama, like all those wrapped into one. What? So like you have like the rural, uh, like like um, storyline of like uh, Red Dog, an Australian film. Then you have like our, our Australian history, uh, Indigenous Australian culture. Um, how they use how they used to travel and explore in their boats, very similar technology. So are you trying to say that you think it's historical? Historical, yeah. Like so where does Futurama come into this? How they explore, um, and they they do a job, but they're also a team. And I think she has a team as well. Wait, so I'm so confused. Do you think it's science fiction? No, no, definitely not science fiction at all. So, oh, okay. So hang on, you think. Let me just clarify here. So you think where the crawdads sing is about a team, a group of people who make deliveries? No, not the, the get, history, get delivery. In a historical context. Get deliveries out of here. I don't know where you got that. Well, you said Futurama. Yeah, but like Futurama is more than the deliveries, Brittany. Okay, so you think there's a group of people and they are doing. I'm just really trying to figure out what your plot actually is. Okay, so let's really just, like, dumb this down, I think. Yeah. So, it's a low technological society going on an adventure, but she has people backing her. Okay, so you think she's going on an adventure? Yes, like the Hobbit. <laughs> I'm so, you need to stop saying that, because then I'm like, so do you think it's a fiction no. I mean, like a fantasy. No. Like, I, I think that's... So you think she, it's a historical novel where she goes on an adventure? Oh, sorry. Were you asking what sort of genre you think? Well, that? I'm trying to understand all of it, to be honest. <laughs> I think it is a um, an adventure. Okay. Well, we made it to episode six. Before you got absolutely nothing right. <laughs> oh, really? Not a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the leap profile. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, okay, I actually, I've seen this book cover literally so many times and I've never noticed. I've never noticed that there's two different kinds of tree on this cover and that 
the leaves are a bright green when they should be a darker green given it's at sunset. Right. I have never noticed that before. So, look, Matt Come props on. to you on that because, yeah. yeah, never noticed. Come on, designer, what are you doing? Um, I should have actually asked this question. Where do you think this is? this book is located? Um, going past my, um, extensive traveling of the globe, my, um, knowledge of leaf profile. Oh my God, you and those leaf profiles. I would judge it is a heavily vegetated, um, environment. So whether that is Madagascar or um, Fiji, or some of the more um, mud grove areas of Australia. Did you make of any of that right? No. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's why I was like trying to steer you. Okay, let me, I, I will read it up. The, well, um, what's the location? Can you at least give us the location? Okay, well, let me just see. Um, so it's not really clear. Well, you don't even know where no, it no, is. No, 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 I do know where it is. I was just seeing if it was like written in the blurb, which it's not actually. Um, so it is set in Carolina in America. That does not look like Carolina. Well... Um, that's why, like, okay, Taylor Swift literally wrote a song for the movie of this, and it was called Carolina. Like, there were contextual clues out there in the world. Like, I feel like this book actually shows that you clearly, like, you don't, you don't research this book beforehand, do you? Like, it, I think that, that this is very, like, has shown that. Like, you don't do any research beforehand. You're literally basing it off what you're looking at. Yeah, that gives you it, it. It messes you up with that leaf profile. <laughs> Bloody leaves. Um. So the other thing that's pretty funny, and I'm just gonna like, cause this it's not a spoiler or anything. Um. Oh, every time. Okay. Pop filter. Get back on. Um. So see how she's paddling in a canoe. Yes, it's a wooden canoe. Doesn't happen in the book. What the. <laughs> Fair, my job is literally to judge this book by its cover. And how am I meant to go through and do my job properly if the lady in the canoe isn't even a rowing a canoe? In... Actually, actually, no, paddling. She's paddling in the book. This isn't fair. Oh, so... <laughs> I put so much energy into that. Oh, I feel bad for you. I feel bad for you because this is the, like, hang on, I've lost my microphone. <laughs> this is like the least, least you've gotten correct on this podcast. Yeah, because I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, it's all lies. 
Um, no, well, it's not. Let me let me just read. Okay, let me just read the blurb. So some of this does actually, this like, is in the book. So let me just read it. Okay. So. Dearly, I'm coming for you. <laughs> okay. It wasn't her fault. Like she wouldn't have gotten a, like much of a choice. It would have been like we're publishing a book and this is the cover, and she'd be like, "All right, looks good to me." Um. Okay. So it says, for years, rumors of the Marsh Girl haunted Barclay Cove, a quiet fishing village. I pronounce this as Kaya. It may be Kia. I'm going to just say Kaya. The first sentence has already triggered me. This does not look like a fishing village. The mouth of the river is too small to be a fishing village. Let me just keep reading and then you'll, you'll figure it out. Um, okay. Kaya Clark is barefoot and wild, unfit for polite society. So in late 1969, when the popular Chase Andrews is found dead, locals immediately suspect her. But Kaya is not what they say. A born naturalist with just one day of school, she takes life's lessons from the land, learning the real ways of the world from the dishonest signals of fireflies. But while she has the skills to live in solitude forever, the time comes when she yearns to be touched and loved. Drawn to two young men from town who are each intrigued by her wild beauty, Kaya opens herself up to a new and startling world until the unthinkable happens. In Where the Crawdad Sings, Sorry, in where the crawdads sing, Owen ju Owens juxtaposes an exquisite ode to the natural world against a profound coming-of-age story and haunting mystery. Thought-provoking, wise, and deeply moving, Owens' debut novel reminds us that we are forever shaped by the child within us, while also subject to the beautiful and violent secrets that nature keeps. The story asks how isolation influences the behaviour of a young woman who, like all of us, has the ge genetic propensity to belong to a group. The clues to the mystery are brushed into the lush habitat and natural histories of its wild creatures. So... Nothing like the front cover. Nothing. Well, in a way, it is. Baby, it has water, it has trees. That is yeah, a... Yeah, she's a marsh girl. This is the marsh. That's not marshy. What were you expecting? Like marshes, like mangroves, like. Oh no. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> she. Okay, so in the book, in the book, it's described that like where she lives, right? Oh, oh no, that one's not going to be here. Um, so she's right. So the marsh backs onto the ocean. So that clearly is a photo of the ocean. Yeah, Brit, you could go through and take a photo off the coast of somewhere, anywhere in the world, and it'd be, like, connected to this story. You could just have, you just have, like, a million people from Carolina just ready to bang down your door and, and curse you out, mate. <laughs> well, if they curse it's me out, they, sh they should be talking about the leaf profiles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Criticize the leak profiles before they criticize me. <laughs> so, but I guess with that, what would you say? Did you like this book? 
Did you rate it? Okay. Did you rate it four out of five bookends? Um, okay, so there's a couple of things that need to be kind of talked about a little bit with this book. Oh, finally, you're talking about the lead profiles. Finally. Yeah. So I'm about to go on a 20 minute long rant about lead profiles. No. Um, what I am going to rant about is that this author is kind of problematic. Um, the language in the book is I understand that it is supposed to be a reflection of the times and the society that was occurring in 1969 in that um, the way that African American people are referred to in this book are pretty it's pretty crap um, it's not very good so it's quite offensive it is pretty horrible like not so you probably wouldn't recommend this to younger readers in that God case. no God no this is an adult book okay um, but what I mean is it, yeah it there's yeah I have as I said it's there's that issue there, like, I know this, again, everyone has a different opinion on that, whether you, sh you know, if you're writing in a historical context, whether or not you can use those sort of words, because they aren't, you know, now considered, you know, inappropriate. Um, personally, I don't think, I think those words could have been removed and the integrity of the book would have remained so, we, so I think it was a bit unnecessary, but... So I guess that's just me. on that, we won't talk about the specific words, but the, just to be clear, these are all derogatory terms. That were, um, that were present in the, you know, in, in 1960s vernacular, yeah. Okay, so all derogatory. So they, oh, well, they weren't... Te like they weren't technically all used in a derogatory way like it it was just that that was a you know those were co words that were commonly used at that time to describe african-american people reading it now as i said i feel like you could take that out and you would not lose the integrity of the book so that's just me so in saying that when was this book written was it written quite um, recently within the 2000s or was yeah. this yeah uh okay. 2018 okay so it's old it, enough it's, to know better old enough to know better so in this society we do go through and understand and note so that uh, there, there are now words to go through and describe us that we all go through and agree um sorry about to, the dog in the background yeah sorry about that dog in the background so we all yeah no, we all agree in this day and age that there is terminology that we use to describe each other that everyone accepts and everyone responds to and we all respect each other so um yeah so i'm just really easing you in with some of the problematic stuff <laughs> so so this is this is the tip of the iceberg I'm getting, I'm getting. so the bigger issue with is not so much the book it actually is the author and i have told you this before but you wouldn't have known a name to the face but um delia owens and her family may have been involved in a murder in um while they were overseas in south africa how um well look there there's a whole article about it 
I don't really want to go into the specifics of it because... There's an open case. It's an ongoing investigation and this is a book review, not a person review, an author review. But um, the, the, to your comment, it was just to go through and state the problem, how problematic this author was. Well, yeah, and it's to recognise that, um, you know... As, as book reviewers, we have an obligation to recognise that, you know, that this person has some troubling aspects in their lives. That Would you say she's more problematic than, let's say, J.K. Rowling? I think you're comparing apples, apples to oranges. So they're both problematic, but they're... In their own different ways. In their own different ways. Um... But just on J.K. Rowling, I think it's important. I mean, not only do you already know the story, as does everybody else, um, I, we will, you know, we will never review a J.K. Rowling or Robert Galbraith or any pen name she comes up with. You know, as far as we are aware, um, we will never review one of her books on this podcast. We will never do that. Um... And that is partially because, yeah, everyone knows the story of Harry Potter. There's no intro, like, there's no point to us doing a podcast about a, a story everyone that knows. everybody knows so well, including you, Aiden. Like, you know the story pretty quite well. You've actually read the first book. I do. Um, the only book I have ever read was the first Harry Potter. So there is no point for us to do it. Um, the second obvious main reason is um she is a transphobic person which is we don't, which is not acceptable in this day and age yeah we don't condone her actions and we also you know yeah there's harry potter books sitting in our you know sitting in our in our library and there is harry potter merchandise that has been you know, that we have in our house, but um, we both make very conscious efforts to not have our money go towards her in any way. I think... By not buying licensed products or books by her. It's quite interesting in a sense that in this day and age there's such people out there that openly have views that are still oppressive to other people. Bit like that, I say this always knowing there will always be people like that. There's still a lot of high majority of people out there that are still like that, which is quite sad. And I think we're, we're, we're all lives are short. <laughs> like, this person has such an like a an massive impact. her influence is huge, yeah, such a why, platform. Why would you go through and shout things that destroy lives? Anyway, we got a little bit sidetracked here, but yeah, I, I guess that's that's what um, just something I wanted to address. Just given that there's recently been more comments made by her that are pretty horrific. Um, yeah, that J.K. Rowling. Besides this, you know, this brief discussion of her, we will she, you know, we will not review her books. We will not. I will not purchase them. You will not. You know, we won't put our money towards them. You only um, go see the movies. Yeah, we do not 
no, no, you know, we do our best to consciously avoid um, our money going towards her. Which I know it um, sucks because I know you used to love that storyline. Yeah. Uh, but look, I'm. Me and millions and millions of people. Me and, mil- you know, lots of people have, have you know, have been very upset by what she said and done. And anyway. But anyway, I guess taking it back to what we were doing today, and I just trying to so yes circling back to another problematic author delia or delia owens who potentially may have you know assisted in murdering someone allegedly (laughs) allegedly um well i Uh, said potentially but let's just go through here's the legal verbatim allegedly um but um i guess yes so book hammer so how many book hatters out of five so okay so now, just completely focusing on the book, it was insanely well written. It was very, very well written. Um, Apart from the problematic um, content? Yeah. Um, besides, yeah, well, just besides, yeah, using words that I don't think, I don't really believe had a place in the book um, and serve no real purpose besides just using them because she could. Um, the, yeah, so it was just, it was very well written. It was a very well written book. That being said, and this is a criticism that a lot of people have said, it is so slow. It is just ridiculously slow. Um, you just need a helicopter sequence oh with explosions. Oh my God. That would, like, just, that would really just add a bit more spice. In 1969. <laughs> there were helicopters around then. Yeah, probably, probably not in abandoned marsh in Carolina. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it, the story says so. The story says for, so. Look, for a murder mystery, as this sort of ta- like it, it suggests that that's what this is. I, I it's not. Um, it drags it out so painfully long that it takes like you don't care. You don't care who died and you don't care who did it and you don't care why they did it because it is dragged out to a point where it is just so mind-numbingly boring. Um, So I guess on that analysis, what do you believe it should be out of? Okay, so that being the pacing was a really big issue for me, but everything else was pretty pretty awesome. I can definitely see why um, a lot of people love this book. So I did end up giving it four out of five stars. Book hammers. Oh, sorry. Four out of five book hammers. Yeah, guys. It's in book hammer. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> yes. I won. Um, <laughs> if you guys will quote the previous episode, she did go through and state that it would not happen. It has happened. Anyway, um, but it was just dreadfully slow. Um, and I felt like a lot of stuff in there was probably unnecessary. Um, like, uh, there's, uh, like, probably the first, so I, I'm part of a bunch of book groups, 
and um, there was a discussion about this book because a lot of people have had the same issue where they're like, this is so slow, why, like, <laughs> why is this book, you know, considered as amazing, this amazing, like, amazing book when it's dragging. And a lot of people said, you know, you need to get past the um, hundredth page. Um, I would say it's almost the 150th, like, it is just, you have to get so far into this book before it actually picks up. Um, you know, if you're... If you're happy to sit and read... So it's like trying to start a fire in a rainstorm. Kind of. It's just slow. It's just so slow. And I know... Is it because it's slow because it's trying to set up the story? It... In... You know, knowing... Knowing the end of it, yes, it is trying to build up. This is how we got to where we got to basically so is it worth building up to that aha moment or do you believe that could have been done a different way or is that just how the stories i that is that how the stories had to take its natural conclusion well i guess it it comes we're kind of getting to a point where you sort of argue about genre so a lot of people will say oh it's a mystery well no it's not i don't believe it is a mystery yes there is a murder in the in the or a suspected murder in the in the book. Um, Aiden! Oh my god, he's just sitting here casually breaking his podcasting out gear. For real, Aiden? Stop playing. Stop breaking. You just just as a side note, you realize that um, everything you do to that microphone, you can hear through the recording. I love you guys. So every bang, crash, smash. Everybody hears. I do my best to remove them as much as I can, but I I can't do all of them. Um, I lost my train of thought now. But yeah, no, I I I um. What was my train of thought? I don't remember. I was just playing with the spring and let it break. Oh, genre. Yep. Um, I remember. So. Yeah, so I think that if you were to say, like, for this to have been a mystery, I don't know, and for me to be a successful mystery, it would have had to have been a lot faster, and we would have had to go, like, gloss over a lot of things that were just, I didn't feel were necessary. If you're looking at it as a coming-of-age story and maybe a literary fiction novel, then sure, this fits squarely in that realm, because it's, you know, it's building up about her childhood and living in the marsh and what her family's like and... Amongst the bad leaf profile. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, side note, she does end up kind of becoming... Oh, I don't know if... I can't remember. You can't give too much Oh, it's away. not like... It's not a spoiler. Like, it said it in the blurb. She becomes... Or she's quite, like... She, like, records everything about the marsh, right? So, she becomes kind of like a unofficially a, a, a biologist. A marsh expert. Essentially. A Martian, if you will. Ha, 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 ha. Um, so... The leaf profiles. <laughs> the leaf profiles. She'd be. She'd be just as upset as you would be. <laughs> Basically, is what I'm getting at. Um, but like, so like, there's no rowboat. Okay, so there oh. is a boat. Oh, you deleted the to me then. No, there is a boat. Is it a rowboat? No. Is it a paddle boat? No. What? It's like a motorized tinny. 
There's no motor on that. That's not. That's a canoe. Okay, this isn't a spoiler. The reason that there is a canoe on the front cover is because... To deceive me? No. Um, Throughout the book, they refer to this poem. Um, One of the boys that she's in love with constantly refers to this poem about this girl in the white canoe. And every time he reads this poem, he thinks of her. So that's why... This book. That's why she's going to cut in a canoe. But that's a that's a so, what what a veneer co, uh, canoe. That's not a uh, white canoe. Well, that's. Can you stop, Aiden? <laughs> He's sitting here farting, just so everybody knows and is aware. Are we still recording? <laughs> we are recording again. I don't know how much of that got missed. I think it was only, it was just the me going. Oh no. Um. Oh no, Cleo, the water. Anyway. Condensation. Condensation. Um, Condensation down under. But it is... Oh, it's frozen. Is it? No. Oh yeah, no, it's okay. I'm not frozen. It's okay. It's alright. I'm thawed. It's okay. It was just buffering. It was just rendering the the previous bit that we were doing. Um, I'm glad it's rendered. So, yep. Um, so yeah, I look, I gave it four out of five stars because I did feel like it was very well four, written. Uh, four out of five bookends. Oh, Aiden. Oh. Four out of five bookends. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I did feel like it was very well written and very well researched. And I really loved the net, the natural and the, um, like the language used about the realm nature and stuff. It was really beautiful and very, um, like it's so such it was very vivid, vivid imagery. So I did, I did really, really enjoy that. However, yeah, very, very, very slow. Kind of just wanted me to, yeah. It was very tempting to just kind of give up on it. If you if you don't have you know a lot of patience, this book is not for you. Um, and yeah, the author is just a wee bit problematic. So just keep that in mind when you're looking at. Um, purchasing or buying um this was a library book so i don't know how that exactly works but um i didn't pay for it so i wouldn't pay for a book cover that had four leaf profiles <laughs> aiden is so mad about the leaf profile he's gonna it. write a strongly worded letter to delia owens like <laughs> you're problematic but fix your leaves fix your damn leaves <laughs> Um, so yeah, I I am, yeah it. So, I guess on that, you would recommend it to other people, or you would not recommend it to other people. Honestly, I probably wouldn't recommend it to other people. Nothing to write home about. Um. Yeah. Honestly, I expected. I think. I expected a little bit more. I expected it to be faster. I had. Um. Yeah, I had certain expectations going in that I don't feel like were were matched or achieved. And I also just, you know, I will review a book, but I don't like recommending books where the authors are kind of horrible. So, so very, very important takeaway from this podcast today, guys. Sometimes slow is good, but sometimes being prompt and fast yeah um 
Yeah. I. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, no. That went. That I meant to take that the opposite way. Guys, I actually know. Can we got that whole bit in? Oh my god, I have no idea what you were even saying. But um. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, after this, after this book, like, or just like recently, I have been giving you know, not amazing scores, which is a bit of a bummer. Um. I'm going to find the book you're bringing and I'm going to pick it and sh- this will be the five that we've been after. Mm. Five out of five book habits. <laughs> um, well, as I said, I'm two books ahead. So next fortnight, oh, caught myself there. Haha. <laughs> um, next fortnight, we are looking at a book called Bunny by Mona Award, I think it's pronounced. If it, has, if it has bad leaves, I'm done. <laughs> I am pretty confident there's no leaves on the cover, but we will have to wait and see. Okay, good. Um, but that is next week. It is, um, as we're kind of coming into October, we are trying to align a little with the spooky season. Don't worry. That, that didn't ruin anything. As long as it's not clowns, I'm fine. Um, well... I do have a clown book, but I it's wasn't it, planning. It? Oh, I ha- well, I, I, the book It by Stephen King is currently in storage because you made me put a whole bunch of my books. We in were going to move. I'm sorry. Anyway, no. Um, I do have another book here called Clown in a Cornfield. Oh, yeah, can... nah, yeah, nah. So you if know you how you like so to... so right. So this is right. This is this. You have um, books that you will not review on this podcast. I have rules that we will not go through <laughs> and review on this podcast. I will run. You will do those episodes solo. <laughs> but, like, it doesn't even have a, like... Doesn't matter. The fact that I have to look at it and kind of judge it, like, you know, I, I should have been I... running five minutes ago. Oh, no! Do you clown. see a clown? No, no. Aiden, there's no clown. My eyes are shut. Oh, oh. my God. My eyes are shut. I could not see anything. There's no clown, I assure you. On the first cover, there is no clown. Oh my god, I closed my eyes again. <laughs> there is no clown on this cover. See? Oh my god, there's a clown face in the, sh- the field. You lied to me. Oh, okay. My oh my god, Brittany, you lied. <laughs> You're so blind. I know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you lied and you lied. <laughs> Observant when it comes to leaf puns, clearly. Oh, oh, oh. It wasn't even a proper leaf. I mean, it wasn't even a proper clown. Oh, oh no, I'm thinking about leaves. <laughs> um, we have to land this episode on a on a climax that I'm terrified on a clown of. note. On a clown um, note. Oh, oh, oh. Well, anyway, okay. Well, good news is next. We're week never is... reviewing that. We'll see. No, we we are never. We'll see. Whenever. We'll see. Whenever. <laughs> We're never reviewing it ever again. Anyway, as I said, next week is Bunny. Bunny sounds good, right? I don't trust it. It's deceptive. You you literally just said it. We're coming to a season where it's quite... Um, the genre is quite nailed on um, Halloween. And what, are we, what is Halloween scary? Bunny is not going to be safe. Bunny is not going to be safe. It's, it's going to be something terrifying. Well, you'll just have to wait. Till next time to find out. 
I am not sleeping tonight. Yes, you will. You'll be fine. Alrighty. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or night. Um, And we'll see you again in a fortnight with Bunny. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Bias Cover, a bookish podcast with Brittany and Aiden. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms. That's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere. At the moment, we are everywhere. If you want to reach out to us, you definitely can do that through our social media. We have Instagram, which is Cover underscore a bookish podcast. We have TikTok, which is Cover a bookish podcast with the T missing. And if you want to send us a review or a comment question or maybe even um, what our next book should be, you can send that through to Cover a bookish podcast at gmail.com. Have a great day. Bye.